Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Wednesday, we're talking hump day headlines. Al Bradford, welcome to the studio. Hey mate, I'm just looking at you and you look a bit flat mate, you look a bit down, you're not your cheerful self, what's up? No, nah, nothing's up. I've just been a busy boy. Busy, busy boy. Yeah, I've been a busy boy. And the mind doesn't stop ticking, does it? Nah, it doesn't stop ticking. And for those out there who do have uh, the, the anxious gene and, and have that sometimes, um, mine does flare up every now and again. And last night, one of those ones where, you know, sometimes it just hits me when I go to bed and it's all right during the day. And I, I honestly feel like it's a bit like the, it's the adrenaline of doing shit. If you're constantly going from context switching and going from one thing to the other and then trying to be on and be on and then... Being at home and still out of it, like I know we've almost got the good news of being out, out and about, but still being at home, like the thing that confuses me the most is how do you switch off if you work at home, you live at home, you're like you're just there, you know? Yeah. It's almost like you're go to bed now. You're an animal in the zoo a little bit, and you live in this one cage. You do everything in this cage, but it feels like all these emotions and all these feelings come up to you as soon as you rest, as soon as you put your little tushy in bed. The mind just starts going, doesn't it? Yeah, it freaks me out a bit, but that's all right. We're, hey, we're up and about. That's what it? sleeping pills are for, huh? Pills are. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> it is weird that I, I can get through the day, get through it, but the last part's like when it's time to switch off. Sometimes that's when it that's when it goes but, back. But you watch like fucking – you learn late at night or late, like 7.30 for you. You go to bed at 8.30. So maybe you can't sleep because the sun's coming through the fucking window. Yeah, no. Maybe. <laughs> Huh? I can't sleep because it's daytime. No, I can't sleep because it's three in the afternoon, and I'm not even tired yet. No, I've been. Try- it's weird. I've just been. I think it's like things you do to try and get through these whole weird lockdown periods where the days do feel like they are the same one after another. So I've got in this weird routine of I've been having early dinners, going to bed early, waking up early, doing but, the same thing, repeat, repeat, repeat. But you watch like when I go to bed, I like to like chill out. Like I know if I watch a documentary or something, and it makes me learn, and it just gives me all these ideas. I find it hard to get to sleep, but I feel like you you save your content consuming time to like later at night, so you're just a, you're just immersed in it. Yeah, aren't no, you? but I'm, I'm listening. To, I'm, not all of it's learning stuff, bro. Half of it's like ancient alien gobbledygook. Well, that's learning people, for you, isn't it? Conspiracy theories, just putting it all together. You bring out your notepad and pen, and you go, "That happened there." That I happened. I watch that a fair day. bit on like ancient history and shit. So I watch things. I've been watching things about like the, the like the Greeks and the Romans and how they've done different things. It's been it's been really interesting. But I've, I've also watched things like like Gordon Ramsay highlights and. Mm, and seeing him house kitchen see him just spray people and see the worst type of food that's ever been presented to him for like oh seriously gordon ramsay's he's 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 so funny you remind me of gordon ramsay a little bit but you're like a real life version of him he he acts up for the cameras and that but you are a little bit like gordon a little bit a little bit like gordon is it a compliment you're here i think it's a compliment you're stern you're a bit aggressive but oh, I get you. You know what I mean. I'm your friend for a long time. I know. <laughs> I, I know what you like, but I wouldn't want to cross paths with you. I'll, I'll tell you, up, mate. Hey, well, should we get into it? We should get into it today. As we know, hunt day headlines. We go over the the headlines that we have, and <laughs> our friends, that friend of the show, Kathy Anderson. She's our friend now. We can say that. I love Kathy. Uh, editor at LinkedIn News. Promote me or I quit. Threatening to leave your job if your manager doesn't give you a salary bump or a promotion is a bold move. But experts say there's a fine line between being assertive and being aggressive. This is an interesting topic. When I read this headline, I think this is something that uh, we've been having heaps of different conversations with Wellbeing's Digital lately about candidates and client side and all that sort of stuff. And the, like everyone knows how hot the market is, and we've talked about like, hot, 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 you want a new job? Get out there and get it. But I'll tell you what, come to the conclusion, done a bit of reflecting. It's time for uh, people who are like, if time for businesses to take it back a bit more control. Like, if you're going to hand out these big whopping salaries to people, 
that don't, that don't have one the resilience to do it, two the skill sets, three the experience, four you think they're just going to come, leave, and fuck off afterwards. Hey, take a little bit longer to find the right person, or actually understand that you might need to change the way you look at hiring. You you might not have the same with the gig economy on the back of uh, COVID and everyone reflecting on this full, what are they calling it? Um, The great resignation and stuff coming up. That's the one. I think people need to think differently about how they approach talent and get their core people in, but I really, really think they need to take back control. And that is not letting talent dictate everything. Well, how do you ask for a promotion? If you feel like you're doing a good job, you've ticked off the boxes, how do you ask in in a good way? I think that you have to have an agreement with your manager or your boss and you have clear you have it laid out clearly. You have the conversation, you go out and there, what do I need to do to show that I can proceed to the next level of my growth journey? If that's here, happy days. And if you get to that point and you've ticked off the things and you can demonstrate it with open, honest conversations within the guidelines and policies that happen in those organisations. So a lot of the times people go and ask for things outside of the normal structure where maybe they only do pay rises once a year or some shit like that. Yeah. What makes you so special if they've got that many people in their company? You know what I mean? So it's about communications, being, being sort of clear from the start on what the growth plan is. But I think too, if you hit them things and you're not getting promoted – then you sort of you're asking questions, but if, and if your role has changed and you're doing, you've taken on more responsibility, or you're you've evolved and you've got more, you you can clearly demonstrate about how your role description or your, your duties on a day to day basis have changed from what you originally agreed to. Then I think then you're well within your right. But as an overall like thing, I want to get you out of this. For those who are listening who work in companies, I can start taking it taking a bit more oomph, you know. Don't let them control you. You you still have a say, but beanbags and that won't do it. Start creating a bit more meaning and purpose in your work, a bit more clarity, and you'll get access to some of those good people. There you go. I feel like you got that off your chest. I feel like that's what we, what you were tossing and turning about it wasn't. late at night about, was it? No, it wasn't. But hey, you, you, you've got the next headline for us. Read it out. I don't have the next headline. What is yes, it? Yes, you do. you got you about Kanye West. Oh, Kanye West, yeah. He's got a um, – I don't have the run sheet in front of me, Rob, so I'll just uh, – coming from my head and previous memory, but Kanye West did legally change his name to Yee, Y-E. What are your thoughts on that? Um, oh, to be honest, I, I thought he was – they call him Yee, and he calls himself Yee anyway. I'd, Kanye West, it's going to be interesting. Is he going to keep that as his artist name or who knows? Do you reckon it's like – it's attention. Why, why bother going through that process? If people already call you gay... For, for PR, PR. Maybe he was missing a moment. He hasn't been in the news for the last like week. Maybe he thought, maybe I might should, change my name. Maybe you should legally change your name just to Locke. Rather than Lachlan, just go, look, change my name. It's Locke now. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be called Lachlan anymore. Have you ever thought about changing your name? Ever? Uh, no. Never, ever thought you'd change your name? Nah. No. You did. Didn't you, didn't you say didn't you have another name that you like? No, I was gonna. Mum, mum told me she was gonna call me Lane, uh, which I thought was cool, and then she ended up with Lachlan, uh, which is it's a bit common, it's a bit boring. It's like a, a modern version of like Chris or something, you know. Hey, we got Lock and Rob. It's not we're not yeah. we're not pulled from the uh, no hippie parents or anything like that, is it? Lane would be pretty cool though. Lane Bradford, but Dad wanted to call me Trent, a middle name Ashley, and my last name's Bradford, obviously. And Mum clued on the reason why he wanted to call me Trent Ashley Bradford. It's because my initials would be the TAB, the tab. <laughs> so if that gets it, gives you an insight into my family, then I don't know what else. <laughs> what do you mean? I reckon Lane. You, would you go through a name change now oh, at bit, 30? A bit late now. I just think it'd be strange if I'd done that now. But uh, I do like the name Lane. I thought it was cool. 
I reckon I'm happily. Uh, if anyone out there thinks lane over lock, let us know. Send us in if you think that that sounds pretty cool. I might change it. I probably won't. Hey, maybe how many? If how many people have to message for you to do a legal name change? Three, oh, three, three, <laughs> three people. No, I'm saying if if I can get if there's 250 people, so if I can start a petition and or yeah. a final thing, get 250 people to sign up, you'd change your name to Lane. To Lane. Oh, not to Lane, to something else. I don't know about Lane, but I'll change it. Maybe Lock. Lock. Legally change it. I don't have to change my passport and shit. Yeah, imagine going through all that process and paying to do something remember, stupid like remember, that. Remember uh, Buddha Hocking, Gary Hocking? He changed his, legally changed his name for like a week to Whiskers. Whiskers. Oh, for the cat food, for yeah. the sponsorship. Whiskers. Hey, hey look. <laughs> hey, there you go. New idea. If, if anyone's interested in uh, sponsoring Lock's name change and wants it to. Call himself the Top Deck Bradford or... Uh, <laughs> Cadbury Bradford. Cadbury oh. Bradford or Cyclone Bradford. Paddle Pop Bradford. Streets Bradford. Street. Peter's, Bra- Peter's Bradford. Peter's Bradford. He is the Snacks Lord, so if there's any brands out there that want a name change and... Who, he, who um, does the chocolate? You know the Honey Nougat um, summer roll things, the chocolate things? No, what, a Toblerone? No, nah, no, nah, it's the summer Honey Nougat. It's called Honey Nougat. Summer roll, yeah. Who does them? I'm not sure. That Summer's a good name, though. Summer Bradford. Summer Bradford. Anyway, moving on. Next headline. Star? This one is... Uh, this one's pretty good. I, I like this. This one comes from, comes from ABC. Justin Huntsdale. Drop Bears quirky NFT artworks raise cryptocurrency for koalas. Uh, Reese Dale has been fascinated by the sporadic peaks and troughs in the value of cryptocurrency since he started investing in 2017. However, it was not until he and his friends nearly lost their homes in 2019 Shoalhaven bushfires that they decided to use their knowledge of dig- digital currency to help an Australian icon in need. They started creating digital NFT or non-fungible token art of bogan degenerate cartoon koalas to sell and donate a percentage of money to koala hospitals around the country. NFT is a digital proof of ownership license used for artworks traded on cryptocurrency networks. Our project is named Drop Bears after the Australian urban legend, Mr Dale said. We're talking koalas with mullets, polo shirts and bum bags, bikey, bikey vests, a green and gold afro, all co- all kinds of funny traits to capture the Australian vibe. Uh, the baggy green Australian test uh, cap is a very popular one. All up, the, the team created 10,000 unique artworks which sold out in less than 18 hours on August 29. Uh, so far, they've donated 10 Ethereum to the Port Macquarie Koala Hospital which equated to 50,000 bucks and donated another 10,000 to Magnetic Island. We've, uh, we have another $10,000 ready to go to another koala sanctuary. I'll give you the hot tip. Uh, to the Drop Bear creators, Tom Smith, Reese Dale and Nat Riley, if any of you guys are listening or someone knows these people who can forward them on, we'd love to have a chat because doing great work, lads, and, and hats off to you guys. Drop, drop Bears are my favourite. You know what I mean? They're, are they the sour lollies too? You know, remember you could get them? I don't I'm know. I'm trying to get the sponsorship, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm trying a little bit, but they're doing some good stuff. I looked at some of their artwork. It's uh, very cool. I wonder who draws them. I'm, maybe all three of them do. Maybe that's something we can ask them when they hopefully come on the podcast, but... Big shout out to them. It's really cool. Maybe we'll put the um, article and share a few photos on Instagram and LinkedIn so you can have a look and suss it out. But maybe we should make it the cover. I reckon we should make it the cover. I'll tell you why. Can we? Yeah, I think so. We just. I don't know, whatever. We'll do what we can. We're promoting their business. But yeah, if they tell us to take it down, we'll take it down. (laughs) (laughs) Things we do in the world of uh, well being media. Yeah, whatever. We'll just fucking wing it. Hey, what do you reckon of NFTs, though? Something that I feel like. NFTs, look, to be honest, I've said if I want to learn more about it. 
I want to get involved in it because I think it's just in terms of creativity and a blank canvas. So it's a, probably a good time to to get involved in that sort of stuff. So. Uh, I like doodling. I like doing. I've seen a lot of people do these versions of uh, Gary V's, like um, Crypto Friends or whatever it is, Gary V Friends or some shit. Backco has done the crypto slimes and a bunch of stuff there. But uh, I wouldn't mind uh, checking it out and seeing what we could do from from our brand and media point of view. Hundred percent. No, I feel like I need to start collecting. You know, I don't really have much. Like yeah. you're, you're. What gonna... do you collect? You collect shells. You collect cowrie <laughs> shells, and you collect like Dexter, a bit of blood in the samples in the back of the um, no, heater. I don't. I don't. Hey, do what do you that. collect? No, no, I, I probably do collect shells, but I, I think my thing is probably surfboards. I've got a few surfboards. Clothes? No, not clothes. To be honest, I, I, I reckon I wore the same pair of shorts nearly yeah. for 12 months yeah. last year. Yeah. Nothing I else you collect? I only washed them once. I only washed them once. <laughs> no, I didn't. What about undies and stuff? Do you buy the same pairs? Or no, no, I don't no. really have – I haven't bought much lately. I just – we have. We need to get some more retail people on the pod, you know? <laughs> yeah, we need, a, we need a fresh <laughs> kit. We need a fresh kit. Uh, if there are any brands out there um, – you know, let us know. We're what, always on the hunt. Always on the hunt. But hey, we've got some interesting pods coming at you in the next few weeks. We've had some big guests. We've recorded ones tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, who's coming up on tomorrow's episode for Thursday? I tell you what, we, we posted that photo and people are, people, are, people are excited. They are excited. I think they're excited that we are forming a boy band with Matty J uh, from The Bachelor. We had him on the pod. Uh, we spoke to him uh, earlier this week. So that episode will be released tomorrow. It's a really good one. It's about um, content. Uh, and what he's doing at the moment, I mean, his journey from where he started to obviously going through to The Bachelor and all this media stuff and where he's now, super interesting. A lot of people are keen to hear his story in more depth and I feel like it was a cracker of a chat. Yeah, he's a super nice dude and so down to earth and I, I, I love how he was he was in the world of marketing and advertising pre-entering the world of media and I can definitely see how a lot of his skills have transferred and why he doesn't like to see himself or tag himself as an influencer because he's a real dude doing real shit and... Uh, he's a good looking bloke He's a good looking bloke But hey If you're new to the pod We drop guest episodes Monday, Thursday Snacks pods Just like these ones Come at you hot Tuesday, Wednesday And uh, we can't wait To come at you on Friday With our new segment Hot or not Looking forward to it See you tomorrow